Naked Shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, here we go. One, two, check, 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 check. All right, all right. Check, one, two, check. All right, welcome everybody to the show. I am Iggy Garcia, Iggy Garcia Live, episode 142. Of course, the show is called Check, one, two, check. So, uh, we're going to light my sage bundle here. It's a little... This is mixed sages. Lavender, sweet grass. Mm, just kind of set the tone for, for what we're going to talk about today a little bit. Okay. Sounds good. And we're going to light a candle like we always do. Because it's the right thing to do. There we go. Turn down my. There we go. That feels better. All right. So I like this candle, giving thanks to our ancestors, giving thanks to those who come before us, those who. Uh, trailed the path <laughs> trailblazed the path I always get that wrong I don't know why but um give thanks to my mom and dad my mom's ancestors my dad's ancestors which are my ancestors and to those people I've never met before I wonder what their lives were like I wonder what their dreams were and what they were deciding to do what they wanted to accomplish and create in this world that they lived in it's always curious to me how other people see the world and what they want to do. So it's pretty interesting. It's pretty, pretty cool. Light that here without burn as we go. Well, how is everybody? How's everybody doing? It's good to see you. Uh, you can leave comments here if you like. I believe. Uh, so I'll see if I, everything's working. If you can hear me, say hello. I will say hi to everybody. Hi. Welcome to the show. So, let's just get on with it. Let's just get to the point. Let's get to the place um, <clears throat> of how some people respond and react. And some people, how they check one, two, check. So, for many, many of you who don't know this, being in, in service is a very powerful tool. It's a very powerful thing that we do. Those of you who are in service in the sense of uh, a higher calling spiritually, which shaman, chiropractor, doctor, doesn't matter. Whatever you're in calling, it's a great responsibility. It's a very, very powerful one. And we're humans and a lot of people fall short. A lot of people fall and you know either by choice or by stupidity or because they just don't know how to control themselves I don't I cannot I cannot speak per individual people but I want to say that um sometimes you fall pretty hard and you fall and you smack yourself in the head and, and him or she it doesn't matter and sometimes you just you abuse the power that you have in the work that you do and that's the thing you should not do because it's easy to do it's easy to get a big head it's easy to think that you're you got the connection you got the keys to the universe and and it feels that way you know so I want to say hello to Connie and Sammy for checking in so this show is uh, pretty interesting because I'm going to talk about some things that are probably be uncomfortable for people. And being uncomfortable is a good start for healing. And it's super important. So, how do I say this? I'm just going to say it out. So, I have a friend who's who's a shaman in Peru. 
And people are like, oh, why do you call him friend? Okay, he's an acquaintance more than he is a friend. But regardless, and the reason I bring this up is because he violated the sanctity of being a shaman. He took advantage of his position and he crossed the line with several people. I don't know the details. You can look into it. And, you know, the reason I tell you this is because is because it's very important to know that the people that you raise to a higher standard, the people you put on a pedestal, they're just people. They're people with a, a special connection. And you go, Iggy, so how can they stay connected and still be able to do that? Because the universe is not... The universe is very simple. We complicate it. You know, we complicate things with the universe sometimes. And the universe is not that complicated. You know, so... But we make things very difficult sometimes. And the reason I bring this story up to you is because I think it's important to share. I think it's very important because... Um, I don't know the, all the details and I don't know where it's going and I don't know how it's moving out. And, and he was accused of... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, things you just don't do. Especially when someone comes to you for healing. Someone's coming to you because they need something. Or they have to work on things. Now granted, everybody comes from different areas and different levels. Some people really hurt. And some people seek people like healers to, you know grasp onto it's like the, the the moth to the to the fire you know and sometimes they find the answers and sometimes people get connected into these wrong orchestrated unorchestrated events now my buddy here was very pretty popular pretty famous shamanic practitioner Herbert Quinteros and I'm not, I'm not saying because I dislike him or anything the reason I bring this up is because it's important to know. It could be Iggy Garcia, it could be anybody, it could be anyone. But I'm getting, I'm going to get to the point where I need, where, where I want to get. Now, there's a lot of people who do this kind of stuff, and do they do it because they're predators? They could be labeled that, yes, after the fact. Were they predators to begin with? Maybe not. Nobody truly knows. Nobody knows if if that whole intention was to be that way. But the point is, it happened. And I'm not here to justify that what he did was correct or whatever. But the point is, I know this person. So I open up my Instagram. And I see someone posting, this guy's a predator. Not me, he's talking about Herbert. And you know, the funny thing about it is, the lack of disrespect for me, in my family and for my calling and the work that I do they didn't have the courtesy to instant message me and this is a, a, a Instagram messages pictures that I had from my trip when I went to Peru they're deep in my Instagram so these people had to look for every ounce of whatever they were looking for did they DM me and say hey mr. Garcia I see that you have pictures of Herbert you may want to think because he's going through this situation. No, they didn't do that. They just assumed, since I, they were up there, that they had the free range to say whatever the fuck they wanted. Okay? Alright? Whatever Her Herbert did, that's on him. He's, he screwed up. I didn't screw up. Now, when I knew him, I knew nothing of that. He, in that time in my life, helped me change my life, regardless of what he did in the future or done in the past. <clears throat> there was a universal connection between him and I, and we connected. This other person who posted these things because he's in the pictures, you know, and being very explicit about it, didn't have the courtesy or the candor to even think to, to, they were trying to uh, uh, association, you know, damn by association, whatever you want to call it, you know, they just assumed it was okay to just say whatever the freak they want because that's a society, that's the world we live in today. 
Everybody thinks they can just say whatever the hell they want, when they want, how they want, and think they're going to get away with it. No, I'm not here to condone what he did. Because what he did is not correct. I get that. But I also know that he's a human being. And people have the right to be rehabilitated. People have the right to find their way again. Will he? I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a while. Will he find his way? Doesn't matter. It's it's his it's his life. It's his journey. He chose that path. Healers also have to heal. Is he a predator? According to these people, yes, he's a predator because it's what he because they're qualified to qualify what predatorship means. Is Herbert in my eyes a predator? I don't have enough information to say that. He's a predator because, number one, I'll just know it's fucked up wrong, what he did. Is he predatory behavior, hunting women? I don't have enough information to answer that. And I'm being honest, I'm being truthful here. I'm not going to just Mickey Mouse around and just jump on the bandwagon because everybody else does, you know. Oh, well, he did this, he did that. But I will say my, my buddy messed up. Screwed up. Stupid. Idiot. You know, he, he he broke the first rule, do no harm. You know, and that's that's on him. That's why he's paying the consequences. And that's why he's going through he's what he's going through. Hey, are you throwing him on the bus? No, I'm not throwing him on the bus. I'm stating facts of what he did. Now, what pissed me off was the way they posted stuff on my page. Guilty by association, you know? Were they just were they just trying to send a message to me? Oh, this guy's bad. Good or bad, that wasn't the point. The point was you don't have enough respect. You don't even know me to even post that and and think it's okay. Because you're angry and upset because something happened. And I get it. But that's what happens too much in this world. Guilty by association. You know, somebody did something wrong. And everybody just bails. So how do we help the person who was hurt? How do we help the person who hurt people? Can we help those people? Can we help either any one of them? Do any one of them want to be helped? I would assume yes. Will Herbert be in the, in the capacity to do the work he's doing in the future? I don't know. I'm, I don't have that answer. Only he has, he only, he knows where his heart is. And he knows that, screwed up. He screwed up. He knows. How do I know? Because he told me he screwed up. Now, are there going to be legal actions? I don't know. Probably. Probably. He, he has to he has to face the music and the music is this he's going to be exiled he's going to be ignored he's going to be accused he's going to be reprimanded he's going to be told that he's this and that but you know what in the same token he knows he knows better that he should maybe shouldn't have done that <clears throat> you know and I'm not trying to beat up on him too much because he's getting his medicine. He's getting what he, his karma or cause of cause of cause and effect. You know, what you put out, you receive, right? If you put out enough shit, you're gonna get enough shit back. It's just common sense. But this is where people who work in the metaphysical, in in people who work in the holistic, and the you know this etheric realm that we create. Our heads get like this sometimes. And I have to monitor myself. Sometimes I have to like chill pill, you know, and calm down. Because sometimes I I get like that too where my mind is like, oh my God, I have this connection. But I have a connection. And I want to share it with the world, you know, but I, it's not to be shared. Everything's not to be shared with the world. Because sometimes the things you shared, remember, part of my imagination is playing out as well as I'm receiving information. So I have to distinguish and discern what is truth, what is not, what is 
what is it what I'm what is being embellished in there because it's so easy to do and you can ask for a higher self and guidance and stuff and your guides yeah sure you ask for God to guide you but still in the end you have the final say what you do there's a lot of people who use the gift they use their gift to take advantage of other people this happens preachers do it ministers do it you've seen it on TV you've you witnessed it we're not excluded people who are in this you know this 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 realm of shamanism you know Wicca you know whatever you want to name it chiropractor massage you know you know all you know everybody everybody has <clears throat> To be monitor their behavior. It's super important. You need to monitor your behavior. You need to know what healthy limits and boundaries are with people. Because if you don't, if you don't, you're gonna go. You're gonna you're gonna cross the line that you should not cross. Now there are times where people come to an, a place where they agree, and they they do things. But then, it's too sticky. It's too. It's like. You shouldn't do that because people are people people have emotions when people get tired and people get worn out people have expectations people have expectations of the other party the other party has expectations of that person so you have to be very careful when you do this work am I talking to just my healers no first do no harm to yourself because if you don't harm you then you, sh you shouldn't be harming other people so this is why I wanted to bring this up, because there's a lot of us out there, not pointing fingers, I already spoke about one, who use their known gift to, you know, get what they want, you know, and sometimes that's kind of messed up. Now, as healers, we don't have the right to put our hands on people without permission, you know, we don't have the right to just assume that people want to hug. You should always ask somebody, especially you healers. When I'm a hugger, you know. Well, fine, you're a hugger. I'm not, so t don't don't hug me. Believe it or not, I like to hug, but I'm not. And I'm the hugger guy, so I'm I'm the guy with the free hugs. But I'm not one who's like, just you know, oh yeah, I need a hug. I'm not that. I don't need that. If it's a mutual understanding, we're gonna hug. Fine, we're gonna hug. We have to understand that contact for some people is very difficult and you put people in a position sometimes when you want them to hug you that they really don't want to hug you but they hug you because they think if I don't hug you then maybe I'm being disrespectful you know people ask me people have learned to ask me is it okay to give you a hug Iggy and I say yeah I don't think I've ever said no but it's creating healthy limits and boundaries it's creating that it's creating that 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 protective and understanding and that feeling of understanding that you know maybe you don't want to be hugged today maybe you don't smell good maybe you just don't want to be touched today maybe it's we assume too much it's kind of like some of my beautiful friends who like to just give readings to people out of the blue oh I have a reading for you I gotta tell you something spirit let me tell you When spirit comes to you and tells you to tell something, you still have to have courtesy and respect and ask the other person if they are open to hearing a message. And most people are going to say yes because it's coming from spirit. But what spirit is it coming from? That's what you need to ask yourself. So what spirit is it coming from? The spirit of mischievousness or the spirit of holiness? Be specific. Be clear about where that's coming from. You know, when... when when you want to talk to somebody about their deceased uncle, the one who molested him and raped him, you know, is he there to say, I'm sorry and apologize? But for most people who are living in incarnation, in incarnate body, are probably glad that they died. You know, it's, it's so easy to just think that it's okay to just, but it's my gift, I'm supposed to share it. Yeah, you're supposed to share it, but you also have to have respect for the person and know that maybe they don't want to share with you. 
there can, there's no price on your gifts. That's something that's very understood in metaphysical and holistic community. You can't put a price <clears throat> on the gifts that you have. In the insight that you have. The only thing that you can do is ask people to compensate you for your time. That you are sharing your, your gift. Because you have the right to be compensated for sharing your gift. And then I'm going to go to the other side of it. There are a lot of you who are reach out to healers. And you are either their, their client. And you pay them. And some of you become friends. But here's the thing. When you ask your friend who's a healer for a reading. Compensate them. Give them something. I don't know. Sage. Tobacco. Money. A meal. It takes a lot of energy to channel in that. You know, you, you don't think it doesn't, but it does. You don't. You don't just go to the, the, the store and just say, "Hey, I'm gonna take this with me. I'm gonna just walk out now." You know, appreciate it. Now I saw maybe sounding a little petty here a little bit, but you know, it's it's an ebb and flow. It's an ebb and flow, and sometimes people don't know this until they're actually told about this. You know, it's like with the pizza guy coming to your door. He drives his car, you know, he expects a tip, right? Why does he expect a tip? Because that's standard policy, the standard procedure. If you don't give him a tip, you know, something <laughs> you got to ask yourself. Unless you give it or put it on the card. Some things are expected. I see a lot of people who just want readings constantly and they just and they don't give they don't give anything back there has to be an energy exchange between people if the healer says no don't worry about it then cool you know and he insists that you don't have to give him anything or her then you're okay you have an understanding <clears throat> you know <clears throat> excuse me I have people who send me messages and they send me a little PayPal you know, for just a, a short period of time. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and you know it's 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 really appreciated because this is what we do for a living. You know, we don't work in a restaurant. We don't work, you know, nine to five job. We create our own lifestyle, our own business through it. Is it easy? Is it hard? I don't know. It depends on the person. But that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. That, you know, it's... The healers are humans. <clears throat> humans who are endowed with a special type of uh, gift. But here's the, here's the rub. Let me get a little water here. <coughs> the rub is this. You're all gifted. Every single one of you who are on here, everybody watching this podcast right now, every single one of you is gifted. Every single one. Now, do you believe it? And that's a whole other question. That's a whole other avenue. That's a whole other topic. <coughs> this is the whole other, you know, whole other, another, another arena. But I'll tell you right now, every single human being on this planet is intuitive. Every single human being out here, okay, has something that is unique to himself. It's just, it's just the, the way you look, the way you are, you stand, the way you move is unique to yourself. Your gifts are also that way. They're very unique and tailored to you. Very tailored to you. Now, does everybody use their gifts? Not necessarily. <coughs> Excuse me. Not necessarily. Most people will. Most people won't. Some people will use their gifts to help others. And some people are afraid. Because they don't know what they got in their hands. You know, it's... It's very powerful medicine. But that person who finds their gifts and they're excited and they, like, they want to share with the world. That person is a very powerful human being. 
Now, there's a lot of you out there who don't know how to channel the gifts you have, don't know what to do with the gifts you have, don't even know what you even would call it. The biggest thing, you just have to have faith and trust that what's coming through you, working through you, is of a higher source, higher loving energy. Now, there are people out there who conjure energies that are negative, energies that are dark, because that's real too. That exists. Where there's light, there's shadows. Okay, so to think that the other side doesn't exist is not, you're kidding yourself. The shadows are very powerful as well, and the, and the shadows also can do good and bad, depending on the situation. I like to stay in the, in the realm of positive stuff, good stuff, because that's what serves me, that's what helps me. The shadows are very difficult sometimes. Sometimes we have to hide in the darkness so we can't be seen or be hurt or be touched. So that's when the shadows also are, are, are positive. When we want to become like the fox, we put fox medicine on. That means we hide so we cannot be seen. Take fox medicine off, boom, there you are, you reappear. Those are the shadows. Now, sometimes healers don't have a name for what they do. And there's a lot of you like that. I know a lot of you who have a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a touch of this, a splash of that. And that's pretty cool because, you know what, that's the new evolution of healers. That's the new unlabeled healer. The healer who is not particularly one way or another. We like to sometimes categorize and subcategorize healers and people and put them in these little boxes and say, oh, yeah, oh, the shamanigi. You know, that's the big thing. Everybody calls me a shamanigi. But my, my, my gifts are part shamanistic. But there's a lot more to me than just the shamanistic version of myself. You know, I was also raised, you know, believing in, in certain belief systems that carry into the work that I do. And I'm also a very curious person. I like to learn other, other modalities as well. And as you do this work... You start to get into the realms where you start to meet other people who do similar stuff. And like mind people start to attract each other. So you can be a healer and be amongst healer and feel very comfortable. But as soon as you step out of your comfort zone, you go out into the world, you get challenged. Or something pops up that didn't pop up before. You know, for me, that happens from time to time. I step out of my my current, you know, position my current environment and I go into another one and sometimes I feel awkward and I feel weird because the I'm outnumbered number one and there's certain things that you just stay other people expect of you when you're in that environment but either way you learn you learn to move and navigate between these worlds is it always gonna be easy no I've had more <laughs> I've had more more conflict with people in the metaphysical and holistic community than I've had in any other community. Because there was a time, not so much anymore, you don't see it so much anymore, but there was a time where everybody wanted to prove and defend every, their, their position. Everybody wanted to prove that, hey, my medicine's better than your medicine. No, you're wrong. That's not how it's done. That's not how it's explained. You know, sometimes a, when you, you have a screwdriver, and sometimes you're trying to take the, the screw out of out of a board or whatever or tighten it or untighten it and sometimes you twerk it and sometimes you strip the head and then it comes a time where you cannot use the screwdriver to get that out anymore you have to be creative you have to figure out a, a solution you can't fix everything with a hammer right and you can't fix everything with a screwdriver either and you're trying to take it out and you keep stripping it and stripping it more until you get to the point where you just you're just kind of going in a circle well the metaphysical community is the same way you think that something has to be a certain way but even the things that we think that need to that they don't evolve they evolve like for example in, in proven shamanism we have 
the chakras, right? Just like everybody. Chakras. We call them chakras. But the cool thing about it is, we've always had chakras. It's nothing. It's been around for a long time. Everybody thinks it's, you know, Vedic stuff. Vedic chakras. No, the world is actually very small. But here's the cool thing about chakras. We have an outside chakra that floats out here. Ancestral chakra. You know? You know, the, the ancestral chakra, you know, is where a lot of information right. And I find it funny when people get, they get so long, uh, landlocked in their beliefs. And they can't expand from that. Expansion is important. Because trust me, as big as the universe is, and it's always expanding, still expanding, there are chakras that go down deep into the ground. Not just your 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 root chakra, your red chakra, you know? Just like the medicine wheels of different cultures. Ours is round, has squares, and makes a a triangle, uh, well, actually makes a cross, but it's actually not really a cross, it's actually a bridge, if you follow the steps, how it works, but yet it has very similar uh, connotations, kind of like the Native Americans, or the Christian circles and crosses, you know, the world is actually very teeny, you know, when it comes to sharing these things, you know, that's, that's the thing, Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and the gratitude that we share. You know, that's why I always say it's good to be here. Because that's it. That's infinite love and gratitude. That's what that means. If For those of you who don't know what it's good to be here means. It's good for us to be here. Because it's infinite love and the gratitude. Giving thanks. Giving thanks to ourselves. Giving thanks to the universe. Giving thanks... So everything that helped create the situation, the scenario, us, and bring us into this place. Now we're moving into expansion. We're expanding. Now the thing is, a lot of us will expand outside of our bodies. A lot of us will expand outside of our minds. And that's happening right now. People are checking out. Mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all of that, all of the above, people are checking out. A lot of people have passed away on this planet because of the virus. That's an expansion, my friends. Believe it or not. You know, the cocoon of that body was ready to shift. Will everybody shift at the same time? No. Some more than others. But nobody sees it that way. Everybody thinks it's death. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, blah. Yeah, it is terrible when you lose a loved one. I'm not going to sit here and joke like it's not. But it's also a movement of expansion. It's a time when the, the, the indigenous people used to say it's, good, it's, a, it's a good day to die. Why would they say that? They would say that because they believed if they've done everything right in, in, the, in their life to create the world that they wanted to create and make it best better place for their children, okay, that's expansion. That's growth. Some of you hear voices. Some of you hear things. And I dream. I hear. Oh, my God. I, I hear it all. But here's the powerful thing that I hear. Are the voices of the future. I'd like to know how many of you hear the voices of the future. Talking to you in the present moment. I'm very curious about that. Because that's one of my visions. That I had. That I want to share with you tonight. The voices of those who are living in the present moment in the future. Time is an illusion. Time is many, many branches of separation. 
there are people in the future praying to people in the past to get the things done correctly now so they can have a better future you got to trust me on this because I heard it and this was told to me and you're probably going oh my god they're the voices of the great my 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 grandkids the people who were borrowing the land not these grandkids their kids and their kids we're borrowing the land from them everything we do today is on loan to us every time we drill a hole in the ground that hole stays there and goes into the future anytime we strip mine and we bear down our whole region and tore down trees all that's still there in the future and we borrowed it and we didn't replace it we didn't give it back we didn't make the concessions to make it better some of you look at me going, what the hell is he talking about? Just like your ancestors before us, your mom, your dad, your grandma, grandma, they also used the land. They also took the things that they needed in order for them to live. But how much is how much? How much should we take? How much should we use? Can we use other forms of mean? Sure. Here's the problem. It's not that man... Is stupid and dumb. Is a man is too smart. Man and woman. They're too smart. They want. They want instant gratification of, of this present moment. And I get that. Enjoy what you have now. Because you may have that later, right? So they take, they hoard, they take, they hoard, they take and hoard. And it's just, and they just keep doing it. Because it's about the energy they create, which they call money. Monetary money. Mon the monetary system. The monetary system has so much power over this world. You know, the monetary system in this world is very powerful. You know, we, we, we're so entrenched and we're so addicted to it and we're so connected to it and we can't break away from it because it controls us, it owns us. We have to work, we have to exchange that energy for money. We put in so many hours, we get so many dollars. And we're paid according to what they, is a, the company can pay you. If they want to pay you what you're worth. You know, right now, every single one of us works for an exchange of energy. Every single one of us. There's not one of us on here, on this thread, who doesn't have, who doesn't work to ex have some kind of energy exchange. Even if you don't work, you have an energy exchange with unemployment, you know, with... Even a homeless person has an energy exchange of not receiving and not having abundance. Every single one of us has a connection to something that will take care of us or we take care of it. Now, I'm not saying you have to live around the world and be concerned. You know, Someone say, I just want you to be aware that, that we, we talk about how we want to be free. We talk about how we want to go out and live in these sustainable communities but once we're there in these sustainable communities we do exactly the same thing we did in the communities that we were came from because these communities are designed they have to work together regardless somebody has to be in charge somebody has to control somebody has to monetize and kind of figure out what's going you, you don't just escape so how do you break down this system how do you break down the system that's been created over and over and over and over and over and over again how do you break it down? And don't tell me, oh, we just just stop, we just pro no, no. We're 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 consumer. It's consumerism. We're consumers. We consume because we have to be taken care of. We 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 need. We we must have. 
if you want to eat, you want to put food in your fridge, you got to have money. You got to have coin. You got to have gold. <clears throat> you have to have an energy exchange. Either it's going to be a bartering system or it's going to be a money system. So the future right now is looking very awkward. And the future right now looks really much different than what it looks right now. You know, I can go on and on and on and on, but here's the messages that I've been receiving. It's going to get hotter on this planet. We're going to have much more powerful storms. We're going to have much more uh, crazy things happen, you know, with more... Uh, I hate to say it, just, you know, we're going to have so much crazy, more crazy stuff. Things we're going to expect. Are the aliens coming? Does it really matter at this point right now? If aliens are here? Truly, if the aliens wanted to conquer us and take us over, this would be like the prime time to do it. I don't think I don't think they're they're here to conquer. I think they've already conquered us. I already think they've they've already have manipulated us. They've already taken a hold of us. What better way to manipulate and conquer people is by creating systems where they have to use them. So if aliens are, remember, aliens are intergalactical beings, inter intergalactic beings are traveling from millions and billions and billions and zillions of miles away. They have it all, they have a system that's planned out. Their, their minds are so, they're like 10 million years ahead of us in thinking. They don't need to come here and zap us with ray guns and stuff. All they got to do is put Netflix on TV. Put a Coca-Cola plant down there. You know, feed us sugar, salt, and fats. Well, what else do you want? That's world domination right there. We're in the system, so you got to play the game, I guess. Some of us don't play the game. Some of, sometimes we we think we're playing. We think we're being. Oh yeah, I'm being disruptive. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and do that. I'm just gonna be there. There, no, you can do that. That's part of the plan. That's written in the game book, man. Um, but uh, um, a majority of you will act this way. Another group of this will act this way. It's all forecasting. There are people get paid for this stuff. There are people get paid for forecasting what it's what the what what cultures do and what how people move. I've met these people. They've got they got like this 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 almost looks like a family tree. You know, like you see when your family tree. What group's going to go this way, this group's going to go that way, and what they're going to do this way. It's really fascinating. And sometimes you have to sit there and laugh and go, wow, am I really looking at Is this real? Oh, you bet your daughter it's real. If you don't think that there are very wealthy people out there who haven't forecasted how they want to see the world go, you know, the people with the money usually are the ones who are able to manipulate everything. The only thing we can manipulate is that we have the masses. And when we get tired and we're burnt and we're finally fed up, will we um, take down the system? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But my point is this. Just enjoy where you're at. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the people that are around you. Enjoy the situations you're in. Enjoy the things that are important to you. You know, I talked about this earlier on my mini-podcast. It's about knowing the destiny that you live, okay? The extremes are this. Here, we are born. Here, we die. Everything in here, okay, is ex expression, creation, manifestation. Everything in the middle is ours to do. Now, at any point, we can cease to exist very quickly. But the point is this. Here, we are born. We are brought into this, into this space. And then here, we leave this space. Those are two destinies. Those are your two written in stone destinies that you cannot change. You can never change. How you experience the things in here will dictate how you experience the end. And what the end will look like for you. And the thing that we all have, and the all the thing that we all use or take advantage of or sometimes disrespect is time even though it's an illusion 
Time is a very powerful tool. Time is the thing that sometimes we take for granted. Once yesterday is gone, it's over. Unless you recorded that baby, you will never be able to dictate it back 100% the way it was. When I was teaching my first students, and I really wanted to know who was really serious about doing the work that I do, I asked them to journal one day, not every, not all week, just one day. Give me exactly, tell me everything you did in the one day. And you know, some people were like, oh, why do I have to do that for? I don't understand, you know. And some people tried it and it was so difficult for them. It was so hard. You know, because I say, oh, I woke up, sat up on my bed, and then, you know, I, I, I would ask them, I said, okay, you woke up, you sit up in your bed, okay, so did you look up at the ceiling, did you look at the floor, did you scratch your butt, did you run your hands through your hair, did you yawn, ah! did you sneeze, did you stand up, twist side to side, to write your journal of your day, a specific journal, is almost nearly impossible. Just like the show right now, we will always leave with the pieces and parts that touched us. The pieces and parts that were important to us. The pieces and parts that we connect with. And that's it. You only take what you need. Life is that way too. But why do we do that in the shamanic realm? Why do we do that in shaman teachings? Because first ceremony is the art of listening. And when you listen, when someone's telling you a story about their life, they're telling you, they're painting a picture of you to you in a safe place. Because it's very hard to expose yourself and become totally vulnerable to somebody you don't know. So instead of interrupting and trying to fix them, sometimes we have to listen. And so in shamanic practices, we listen. I mean, most of us do. I do. I try to echo back to them what I heard. And that's what you say. Let me echo back to you. Let me repeat back to you. And if it's not correct, then correct me. But we don't do that. Everybody's too busy trying to get their, their two cents in. My two cents is more important. But listening is, is a lost art. It's a lost art because it's everybody our minds are so quick and fast now that we have to share it because if we don't we'll forget it oh, I gotta share it with her. and then you know we totally discount the other person kids are notorious for that young people today are notorious for that Jeez, I think I was notorious for that because our minds are moving constantly so when you're in a session with somebody they're telling you something they're telling it to you in, in a metaphoric way. They're telling you in a storytelling way. Because they have to go back into the, in the recesses of their minds. And recreate the story how they experienced it. And then how they experienced it and how they recreated it are two different things. You know, everybody, everybody thinks that you remember everything. Because you have a photo photographic memory. No, I mean, no. You may have a photographic memory of that moment. But if I ask you a hundred times to tell me the same story over and over, you, you're going to tell me, you're going to add a little piece. Every time you tell me the story again, you're going to add a little piece to it. You're going to inflect a little bit more on one piece of it. Because that's what we do to try to understand, to try to create and, and see what that was. Because, number one, trauma is very painful. Trauma is huge pain that we have to work through. Trauma is a, is a very difficult thing. You know? And when that trauma gets going, that story, yes, Jennifer, you're right, talking sticks. Yep, we use that too when we're in, in ceremony at times when we, when we have to. Well, they have talking feathers as well. But, you know, and that's what we do. If, you know anybody who anybody who's worked with me knows that I would generally meet you in public for the I'll meet you in public first 
Starbucks or you know, usually a coffee shop. And I'll sit there and talk to you. I'll sit there and listen to you. And I'll, we were assessing at that time if we were the right fit for each other. I don't open my doors to the sense like, hey, come on in. I'll set up a time for you. No, because that's not how it works. That's not how I do it. I truly want to know if I'm the person who was able to even connect with you. Because if I'm not, then I might have to refer you to somebody else who will be able to help you. Because I might not be the guy. I'm. You may think I'm the guy that I, you need to work with. Because somebody else said, you should meet this guy. You should meet him. He's a shaman guy. You know, he does this stuff, man. He does all these cool things. So the thing is, you know, I'm just trying to let you guys know that in this work, when I sit there and I'm in in a public place with somebody, I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to feel safe. Because especially when you come into somebody who does things that you read about, you go on the internet and you start to read up about what shamans do. You start to read up about what... Um, you know, Native American medicine men, medicine women do. It can be kind of scary place because there's all kinds of crazy people. There's all kinds of crazy things you read about. There's all kinds of stuff that's going on. There's there's uh, healing medicine, plant medicines going on. What's that all about? Oh my God! What is ayahuasca? What is San Pedro? What's peyote? Oh my God! There's drugs. Ooh, these people never heard it all. So when you're in public meeting, I'm meeting me personally. This is just how I do it. I meet people. And you know, you'll know if you're a fit for them. They'll know right away if they're a fit for you. I have some very good friends that I've become friends with because of that process. Because it wasn't about me trying to sell them a service. It wasn't me going, oh, well, you need this and you need that. Or you need to get a, you need to get a, what is it, a soul retrieval. Because we need to retrieve your soul and bring it back. And no, that's not how it works. That's not, at least that's not how I was taught. How I was taught was just be yourself, listen to what they're telling you, and just be, you be gentle. Then you have to decide if you're going to react or respond. You know, it's the golden rule. But anyhow, we covered a lot of stuff today. And I know I, some of you guys, I, I like, talked about something <laughs> something you weren't expecting me to talk about. But I had to talk about that. Being at the top of the show, top of the hour. Talking about how people just, they just violate your space because they think it's okay to. Because they see an association with you. Okay. That's a lesson that we should all learn. Just because we don't like something, we see something a certain way, doesn't necessarily give you the right to just freaking bust bust someone's ass for it, you know? And did I delete it? Yeah, because you know what? And should I could I've reached out to them? Yeah, I should, I'm sure I could have, but I'm sure that that they, their intentions were not to be nice and talk and share. Maybe if they post something else, which I don't think so. Maybe in the future, if they reach out, say, "Hey, you know what? You kind of, you know, kind of supersede, and you're kind of overstepping your bounds." Because it happens to us, guys. It happens to people who do this work. Sometimes people violate our space. Because the same way that someone was violated, they violated me too. Because the first person who reads that doesn't know who they're talking about, you know. They just see your face next to somebody. And you're not guilty by association. Oh, Iggy must be the same way because he knows him. He was friends with him. He's friends with him. Oh my God. Anybody who's like that, they're probably all the same. As I say, like, all Latinos are the same. Give me a break, man. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> you know. It's like, really? But, you know, some people just aren't smart. Some people just don't guide, don't get it. Some people just don't have social skills. Some people just hide behind the screen. Some people just hide behind these little, these little, uh, these little comment boxes. We become so desynthesized from people. We, we have no emotions, no feelings, no connection to people. 
like we used to. <clears throat> you know, I've seen, <clears throat> I've posted things about uh, people who are pedophiles and nobody responds, nobody cares. Everybody's like, you know, whatever, you know. Kids who've been uh, trafficked, but no, it's okay. But you post something else, something completely stupid, everybody just jumps your ass about it. It's like, Ridiculous. Maybe maybe they don't post anything because or respond because maybe they're victims. I don't know. Maybe they were hurt. Maybe. I don't know. We've got to protect our kids, protect our children because you know what? If we don't, who will? It's the reality of life. There are some bad people out there. And they're not all healers. They're also just lay people, politicians, priests, nuns. You know, clergy of all of all, all nationalities and all races. You know, preschoolers, people who teach. They're all out there. Why are these people this way? I don't know. But my point is this. Have candor. If there's something you don't like, and you really have to voice your opinion, then voice it, fine. But do you feel like, maybe give someone... A little heads up, hey, you know what, maybe he didn't know, maybe he wasn't aware, maybe, to be honest with you, I totally forgot those pictures were even down there. Because I have so many pictures, you know me, I post everything, so. But, you know, it's just how it is. That's the world. The world's eager to judge you. The world's eager to slap you. The world's eager to just kick you in when you're down. That's why you don't see a lot of positive stuff on the news. You do from time to time, but, that's, but the majority of the time you don't see it. They looked for the hard sell. They look for things that that sell papers, the things that sell news, the things that sell advertisement. That's the world we live in. That's that's the reality. You are a commodity. You're a price. If you're on social media, somebody's trying to sell you something. Sometimes my Siri phone comes on when I ask a question, and I won't even touch it. I'll just say, "Hey Siri." There you go. I didn't even push a button. It's funny. Hey, Siri. Oh, now you're being quiet. Hey, Siri. <laughs> but you see my point. Every minute, somebody's trying to solve them. Every minute, something's on. Why? Because you're valuable. Spiritually and monetarily. Anyways, I think I'm done for tonight. I think that was, I've, I've hit the topics that I wanted to cover. I hope that you enjoyed this time with me. I hope that you're able to um, discern and figure out the things I'm trying to say. And try to understand the things I'm trying to articulate about my feelings and my emotions about things. Because this is, this is one life that we're in together. All of us here are connected in ways we don't understand and we may never understand, but yet we're all here together. We're all here watching the show. We're all here, you know, listening, typing, sharing, connected, one people, one tribe. But we're here. You know, everybody here has, has a voice, has something they wanted to share, something they wanted to say. People say, hi, hi, hello, Iggy, hi, Starlene, how are you? people hurt people going outside of our boundaries has been determined by the energy within our own you know and then there are more to me than quantum touch my son explains it in details crossing over that past the future are in the present uh, the talking stick is a great see we're here we're sharing thoughts we're sharing ideas and that's what's important that's that's what's very valuable that's the things I'm talking about that's the stuff that that makes this world go round Alright guys, I will see you when I get back from Virginia Beach. I'm picking up my uh, daughter, bringing her home here as they're getting ready to do their next transfer to California for Jake and he moves to California for the Navy. So I'll be gone for a few uh, few days. So I want to say, It's good to be here. Alright, what is above is below. Okay. So I will see you next time on the Mine of Iggy or... Iggy Garcia Live, one of the two, will be here. I'll be sharing one of these uh, one of these feeds. I hope you enjoy these feeds. I hope you enjoy my shows. I hope you enjoy the topics we do. 
Uh, we'll be drumming here soon when I get back. We'll figure something out. We'll get something going. And with that, I want to say good night. Love you guys. Peace and love. Take care of yourself. I will see you next time on Iggy Garcia Live. On the WithInsightRadio.com. IggyGarcia.com. See you guys later. Be well. And watch me on YouTube as well. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I'm on Instagram. Uh, Iggy Garcia Mandarucci. And I will see you soon. Bye-bye.